Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 21st. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. A nearly 24-hour armed standoff is finally over. On Monday at approximately 5.20, Anne Arundel County police officers were called to the 600 block of Red Cedar Road in the Broadneck Peninsula for an overdose-slash-possible-suicidal subject. The mail caller stated that he was home alone, had taken illegal drugs, and then he began talking irrationally and hallucinating. Police and fire department arrived on the scene, and the subject advised 911 that he had a gun, and he continued to make irrational statements. A standoff ensued. Officers set up a perimeter around the residence. They were able to make contact with him. They brought in the negotiating team, the quick response team. The suspect did fire several shotguns with inside the house. The standoff continued through the night into yesterday, and at several points during the day yesterday, the subject fired rounds at the officers outside of the house. At approximately 3 p.m. yesterday, after bringing in specialized equipment from Pennsylvania with the Pennsylvania State Police, the individual was safely taken into custody. Nobody was injured during the incident, and more information will be coming out on that as we know about it. If you're driving by the Navy Stadium, you might think that they're digging it up. Well, they kind of are. What they're doing is they're getting ready to put a hockey rink in there for the Washington Capitals-Toronto Maple Leafs game, which will be held there at 8 p.m. on March 3rd. According to Vice Admiral Carter, this will be the largest professional sporting event ever held at the Naval Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And what the National Hockey League is doing is they have a truck which will handle cooling it. They will begin to produce ice this Thursday, continue at night throughout the week, and eventually by March 3rd there will be a 2-inch thick ice rink. Tickets are still available. They start at $115 each, and Ion Annapolis will be there if we can get through the myriad of regulations and pages and pages of rules that the National Hockey League has sent to us. In some political news, Prince George's County Executive and Democratic candidate for governor, Rushern Baker, has picked Elizabeth Embry to be his running mate in the primary. Embry previously had run for mayor of Baltimore in 2016, losing in the Democratic primary to current mayor Catherine Pugh. Baker is the frontrunner in a crowded Democratic field looking to unseat Governor Larry Hogan. If you'd want to learn a little bit more about Rushern Baker, the Maryland Crabs spoke with him last year. Quite an interesting guy. Go check it out at themarylandcrabs.com. If you're a smoker and a gambler, I've got good news for you at Live Casino up at Arundel Mills. They are going to open Maryland's first outdoor gaming and smoking patio in mid-April. It'll be 8,500 square feet. It'll be entirely outside, though it will be under the cover of trees and trellises. It will have a ventilation system, and it is not subject to the Maryland public indoor smoking laws. It's going to be called the Orchid Gaming and Smoking Patio. It will have both table games and slots, and the patio will also include an extensive premium cigar program, lounge seating, and exclusive bar. Chalk one up for the smokers. 
The headliners for the Preakness Infield Fest have been announced, and they are two people that I have absolutely never heard of. Rappers Post Malone and 21 Savage will headline this year's Preakness Budweiser Infield Fest. The 143rd Preakness Stakes is scheduled for May 19th at Pimlico. The concert is part of a 28-city North American tour featuring Post Malone and 21 Savage. Post Malone apparently is a Dallas native, and he gained notoriety following his 2015 single, White Iverson. 21 Savage is known for his hits including No Heart and X. Never heard of either of them, but the Preakness is always a fun time. Speaking of people that I do know, Grandmaster Flash, G-Love, they have been announced as the headliners for this year's Light City program. Light City is a free festival. It will span three weekends from April 6th to the 21st. The performances will take place on a stage at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore, at the Inner Harbor Amphitheater, along the BGE Light Art Walk. And if you've never been up to this Light City, this is pretty amazing. It just transforms all of downtown Baltimore into just this wonderful display of colorful lights. Definitely check it out and definitely check out George Young from DMV Weather. who will be right here with our local weather forecast and stick around. I've got a little bit of a rant coming up. Hey guys, what's up? It's Anthony and John here. We are the Cousins. We are so pumped to be coming down to Annapolis for the home show with you guys. All right, guys, come see us February 24th and 25th. Bring your questions, bring your plans. We're pumped to see you. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, February 21st. Yesterday was sweet with temps in the 70s across the region that even saw a record high temp being tied at BWI Airport at 76 degrees, a record that had stood since 1930. And today will bring more of the same as temps will again jump well into the 70s as more record high temps are likely. But soak it up while it lasts, which won't be for long because after today's 70s, the Annapolis area will see much cooler temps Thursday and Friday along with a likelihood of off-and-on rain showers each day, even lasting all the way into Monday, though temps over the weekend are expected to climb back into the 60s. So be sure to get those umbrellas ready once again as more rain falls over the region over the next four to five days. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free weather app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook, so you can always stay weather-informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast. Make it a great day out there, but remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. 
Do you have an Amazon Echo? You know, the Hey Alexa gadget in your house. Well, she just became more efficient and more helpful with the addition of the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. You can enable the skill in the app by searching for Ion Annapolis or Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief and then simply say, Alexa, play Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief whenever you want to hear the latest local news, local sports, local events, and local weather. She's right there for you. You can even add it to your flash brief and get your world, national, regional, and now local news read to you while you're in the shower. But if that's how you use Alexa, well, let's just keep that between us. Give it a shot and check it out. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. So who are you voting for in November? Okay, I'm with you. It seems a bit too early for the 2018 races, but like it or not, they're here. The primary is only four months away. Some candidates have been hitting the street and knocking on the doors, and others are waiting to file to run for office. What's unique about this election is that there are a ton of new faces. The national political scene has fired up a lot of people. So to make an informed vote in June for the primary or November for the general election, you need to learn as much as you can about all of the candidates. If you are thinking of running, there's still time. The deadline to file to run for office is at the end of this month. And if you are thinking of running but have not filed, don't bother knocking on the doors of the Teachers Association of Anne Arundel County or the League of Conservation Voters. They already know who they're supporting, despite not knowing who's running. I'm not sure what the hell's up with TAC or the LCV, but they did it in the Annapolis City elections, and now they're doing it in the statewide ones too. They are endorsing candidates before they even know who the hell is running for office. The League of Conservation Voters has endorsed 88 candidates statewide so far, and the Teachers Association, and let's be real, it's the union, has endorsed Stuart Pittman for county executive, James Kitchen and Lisa Rodbean for county council. And I'm sure there's others, but they haven't released their formal list just yet. So if you look to either of these organizations to guide your thoughts on candidates, how can you take either of them seriously? How much vetting did either of them do when they don't even know who the candidates are, much less what they stand for? I know for a fact that there are two more candidates about to file to run for county council in Anne Arundel County. And I just heard that there is a surprise candidate to challenge County Executive Shu, and it's not John Grasso. It sort of makes me wonder if they are endorsing candidates or just placing them. Sorry, TAC and LCB, but if you're not going to at least make it look like you're considering all of the candidates, I need to take your endorsements with a grain of salt. And I will encourage anyone listening to this to do so as well. And that's what's on my mind today. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.